Welcome to today's online message from Long Eaton Oasis Christian Centre. We are a church at the heart of the community, with a heart for the community. And we're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. If you want to find out more, you can visit our website, www.longeatonoasis.co.uk, or you can direct message us. I feel, I, it sort of confirms to me, I feel that God has uh, sort of laid on my heart that um, to say something very simply, come back. I'm not, I can't elaborate on that. I feel very emotionally, I feel the emotional heart of God saying to somebody or some of us this morning, come back. You'll know what that means, whoever you are. Come back. Father God, we thank you for your great mercy. We've been reminded this morning of your mercy, your love and your power, your desire through different words that have been shared this morning and through prayer and and through the worship this morning and your great majesty and yet your incredible nearness and your desire for us. And so we are with open hearts receive your encouragement, your stirring, your challenge, your love. We draw near to you in the name of Jesus. And perhaps for some of us, it's coming back afresh to you. In the wonderful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So we're going to look at Psalm 23 uh, again this morning uh, as we're together. Psalm 23, I'm going to read it. I'm reading from the New King James, so it might be a little bit different from the translation you have with you. But uh, if you don't have something, then you, know, you might have it in a, a Bible before you, or, or you know, on electronically, or just sit and listen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So we're continuing uh, in the series Sailor, which uh, we're looking at together uh, over the holiday period, the summer period, and uh, the word sailor appears in the the Psalms, again and again, it literally means something along the regions of, and, and commentators and Bible scholars are sort of not fully sure, but roughly speaking, it, it means pause, stop, wait, listen, refrain, reflect. And you'll see it in the Psalms. You'll, 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 there'll be a number of verses, and it will say sailor. And, it's a, and they say possibly it's a musical term. It's, it's, it's a pause in the music. 
where there is the next refrain or the crescendo. And, and what we're basically sharing as a church is it's great over the summer period. People are away. Lots of people this morning are away on holiday. And we go on holiday to refresh, to restore our hearts, to restore our souls. Absolutely right. We need to do that to reflect, you know, to restore your body, you know, get, catch your thoughts or whatever it might be. But we, we were also thinking along the lines of restoring your soul. And Sailor is a series that we've been sharing as a church. Just taking a moment to pause, reflect, listen. And for God to feed our souls. And, and that's where we're going and what we've been doing. Particularly looking at the Psalms. And different people have been doing that over the last few weeks. So we're continuing. This is part two of something that I began to share last week. Uh, Psalm 23. And we looked at the first three verses last Sunday. You can listen to that. You can catch up on that online for free. You, don't, you can either go to a podcast. You could download it and listen to it. Or you can go on our church website and listen to it. And don't have to download anything. Um, you can, you know, you'll, you'll be able to do that and listen and catch on on all the different messages that have been shared. You know, this psalm uh, I sort of shared this a little last week, but this psalm is a is is a psalm on a way of life, the path or the way of the shepherd, or following the path of the shepherd. This is this this psalm has brought great comfort and solace to lots of people down the centuries, and particularly you'll, you'll often hear this either sung or, or read at a funeral, the darkest point in a person's life, uh, at the point of, of death. And so, so this psalm is associated with bringing tremendous comfort, particularly at those moments in life. And if you go to a funeral service, you've been at a funeral service, you might have sung the 23rd Psalm or you've heard it read or someone has shared uh, at that service. And, and rightly so, it does bring great comfort and, and, it, it's, and it can be applied and should be applied partly that way. But this psalm is more, much more than just solace in, in uh, uh, the point of death, but is a, a comfort for the whole of life. In actual fact, the way that the, uh, David shares this He's, he's encouraging people to follow the shepherd, follow in the way, a way. Follow the shepherd will lead a way, a way of life. And so we're in, being encouraged, and we looked at this in great detail, so I don't want to spend too long as last, last Sunday, of following a way, a path of life. And that path is led by a person, the shepherd of our soul. And uh, so this is a beautiful way of life. A way to follow, a path to follow, and following the person of the path, the, sh the shepherd himself. And, and you, you, you can find out more on that. I spoke on that extensively uh, last Sunday. And uh, we, we follow a person, not just a path. You know, we don't just live a way of life, but we follow Jesus, the, who is the way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so we follow a person. And when we follow the person of Jesus or we follow the shepherd, then I, you find that the path will open up to you. Sometimes people say, oh, I don't understand. How do I do this? How do I live this life? How, how can I apply this? How can you turn the other cheek? Hey, you know, how, how, how can you be holy? How can you follow th this life? You have to follow the person. The shepherd. If you follow the person, if you know the person, you get forgiven and you follow the person, you follow Jesus, the person, then the path will open up to you. How do you find your way in life? How do you find purpose in life? Where, do you, where, where can we go in life? You follow the person and the way opens up. And it's exactly, and that's exactly why 
There you go. Sorry about that. And that's exactly why I chose this picture or this photo of a path. And this is the, the, the way of the shepherd, and we're encouraged to follow. And Jesus said in the New Testament, you know, I am the shepherd. He goes further and says, I, I will lay down my life for the sheep. And so we're to follow this great shepherd, and David encourages us to do this. Now we see a change from in verses 1, 2, and 3. We, we see, uh, I was referring to this last week, in verse 4, 5, and 6, we see a gear shift a change from those, those first few verses. And, um, and, and now we see that where, where David is, is um, talking about God, you know, he makes me lie down, he leads me, he, he's talking about God. And now in, in verse 4, he, he speaks to God. This, it becomes more, even more personal. In verse four, he's he's he, in verses one, two, and three. He's he's talking. He's speaking about God, and now in verse four, it moves deeper to the point where he says, um, "You are with me." There's a gear shift along the journey, and we see this. And and this, and and in in verse four, there's a very dark place. And it becomes even more personal. Isn't that amazing? In verses 1, 2, and 3, he's speaking about about him. Now he's talking to him. And sometimes in those challenging moments of life, they either push us away or they draw us closer. And we see Jesus, can see Jesus even more where we know him. And this is what um, David is sharing. You are with me. And so, the, and, and so the, the key to the provision, our provision in life, is God's presence. The presence of God is the key to the provision of God, of knowing God, of feeling God, experiencing the God, the hand of God, the provision, the direction of God. Where, where am I going in my life, my experience of life? It, the key to that provision is his very presence. He says, you are with me. And so, as I said, to, when we know the person, the path will open up. And we don't just follow a path, we follow the person of the path, the great shepherd. And so this is, this, in this psalm, David again and again calls us to follow Jesus. We now see that in the New Testament, that Jesus is the great shepherd. So three things that I want to share. I shared three, three verses, verses, verses one, two, and three uh, last week. Three things, four, five, and six uh, this week. And the first thing is, I want to say is this. We sh- I shall not be in want of courage. I shall not be in want of courage. It says there, yea, that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Verse 4, the verse 4 there, you are with me. It really speaking there that we, we will not be in want of courage. The word there, now, translated the valley of the shadow of death in the King James, the New King James, and some translations. Literally, in the Hebrew translation, the word there is um, deep darkness. Yea, though I walk, even when I walk through deep darkness, you are with me. The word, and it's been translated shadow of death. Well, the deepest of darkness, probably to the human being, is the darkness of death. That's the, and hence the translation. 
But it's interesting, in, in, the, in, the, in the original language of, the, of, the, of that time, it literally meant deep darkness. What is your darkness today? What is your dark place? I don't know where you're coming from, what's going on in your life, or your family, or your thoughts, or your mind, or your heart. Maybe what's going on in your body, the diagnosis you've had of a doctor, what's going on in your relationship. But in the darkest of place, David speaks into the darkest place. Sometimes as Christians, we think, well, I'm in a dark place and I'm not feeling God. I'm, I'm not a very good Christian. Maybe I'm not a Christian. God speaks into the darkest of places. How amazing is that? He wants to be with you and with me. Maybe for you it's depression. You know, some Christians feel terrible about feeling depressed. They don't feel a Christian. But in that dark place, David says the great shepherd can be with you. You're, you're, you're still a Christian. Don't let anyone tell you you're not a Christian if you feel depressed. If you feel depressed, you're still, you know, you're still a Christian. Don't let anyone ever... I've, I've, uh, I don't know if I've ever come... I don't know if I've, ever, I've been depressed, but I've come in very deep, dark places in my life. I've loved Jesus. I might not have felt him, and my eyes weren't necessarily upon him, but he still loved me. He still loves you. Some Christians think, well, I, you know, I, you know, if I take in medication, I'm not a good Christian. I shouldn't be. God can be with you. He'll walk with you. And, you know, it might be for you anxiety. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about depression. Depression and anxiety, some of the biggest experiences in the modern age, and particularly after the pandemic, is um, endemic in our society. And, 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 and I feel I want to speak into that and speak about that. And, and to say to you that God wants to be with you. If you're feeling, if you're feeling, and I, I meet lots of people that are gripped with anxiety, gripped with anxiety, God can be with you. God wants to be with you. He, he's right here, right now. And even if you're not feeling it, you're not, you're, 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 it doesn't say you're not a Christian. Don't let entertain that, that lie. He loves you. God loves you. David speaks even in the darkest, even in the depths of death. You are with me. Wow. Wow. This is amazing news. This, maybe you, 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 you have a long-term sickness and your prayers don't seem to be answered. It's a, a horrible place to be at times where you're, we're praying. and you're, He wants to speak into that dark place. Maybe it's in, in family, it's in life, it's in our relationships or lack of relationship in our marriage, our family or our home. Stuff's going on. God wants to be in that dark place for, in your work. You know, the deepest, it says, Yea, though, even though I walk through the deepest, darkest place, whatever your dark place, and death is the darkest of those places, even the darkest, the depth of darkness is that very place of death itself. And Jesus says, I am the, the good shepherd in John 10. Not only that, Jesus goes further. He says, I'm the lamb. He, he, he alluded to him. He is the lamb who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus is the great shepherd. And Jesus is also the sacrificial lamb that takes away the sin of the world. So much so that the apostle Paul, speaking about Jesus in 1 Corinthians, says, where, O oh, death, is your sting? Where is the victory? Thanks be to God for the resurrection, life and power in 1 Corinthians 15. 
the deepest, darkest place God speaks and wants to speak into your life. Courage is not a place without fear. You speak to courageous people and they say, I was very frightened, but I did it anyway. That takes courage, isn't it? To be fearful. You, if you, are you worried about fearful, worried, concerned in life? And this is a, this, this is a place where we'll, we can not be in want of courage. We can have courage. You feel the fear. You're in the dark place. And yet we can have courage. Courage is a place where we face fear with faith. We trust Jesus, the shepherd, in the midst of what we see and feel. And even in the fear, that's faith. Even if it's a mustard seed, you can't hardly see it. Jesus said, if you have mustard seed, you can move mountains. And sometimes when you feel fearful and you're in a dark place, you don't feel you've got anything. But even in the fact that you say, I'm going to trust you, even though I can't see you and I don't feel you, I don't feel like I'm very good, that's being courageous. Don't let anyone tell you you're not courageous. All the courageous people that do amazing things, you know, I I read an, an article of a, uh, a soldier during the Afghan war who, who walked into a minefield to, to save a friend. And he said, I was petrified, but I did it. And they, he was, got awards for courage. He said, I don't feel very courageous, but he did it. He, he, put, he just did it, got great faith in his friend and he wanted to get him. Jesus loves you. And, and so courage is, and so this, it, 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 but this courage comes from his presence. He says, you are with me. Do you see it in verse 4 there? I'll not be in want of courage. You are with me. The presence of Jesus himself in the midst. And so uh, what I would say is this, cultivate, for you and I, to cultivate a rhythm of relationship. We, I've talk, we've talked about this such a lot. Um, cultivate a rhythm of relationship. In other words, keep coming back to God again and again. I love you. I want you. I give you my life. Jesus. And and. As you, come, as you come again, again, you, get, you fall down, get back up, come back again. You fall, get, come back again. I can't tell you so many hours a day, morning or night, or what you've got to do. You've got to have a quiet time. You've got to cultivate a rhythm of relationship with God, with Jesus. As you do that, you find that you get to know his presence. And in that you'll know his hand upon your life. You, and, 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 and a courage will grow, this sense of trust, even mustard seed, even a mustard seed, and mustard seed, you cannot see it if I had it in my hand. If I, it's, it's like a little speck. That's always given me great encouragement as a Christian. Jesus said mountains can move, even for that. I always think of trust and courage, big things for mighty Christians. Mighty, you know, even a mustard seed. So come on, cultivate a relationship. Come again and again to him. Second thing that we see, I shall not be in want of comfort. It says there, your rod and staff, they comfort me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. They comfort me. I shall not be in want of comfort. The word comfort there means more than sympathy. God comes there, there, there. These are soothing words, aren't they? They're beautiful words. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. Though we walk through the valley of the shadow, he'll be with us. These are beautiful words, soothing words, but they're more than just a soothing, there, there, there. The word literally means deep empathy. God feels what you feel. It means to sigh with the sighing or to weep with the weeping. It's moved. 
Jesus often was moved. You see, when you see the great empathy of Jesus' heart, when he was at, at the graveside of Lazarus, he said he wept. He, and and it, the, the, it literally means his back. Forgive me for almost saying it. Well, no, don't forgive me because I'm going to say it anyway. His bowels were moved. Like from, it's great heaving, depth of emotion, of feeling for you, and entering in what you and I feel. It's more than just feeling, but it's entering in. And so the word comfort literally means that God will enter into our experience and our life and, and be with us. And there comes the, the comfort, more than just a little there, there, there. And, and with this should not come as a surprise because this deep empathy for Jesus is, if we think of the New Testament, the Emmanuel, God with us, incarnate amongst us, in us, with us, rubbing shoulders. It's what it means to be with you. Jesus said, I will be with you even to the end of the age, rubbing shoulders, walking hand in hand, carrying you in your life. This word, your comfort. And so, and so in the midst of a dark, the darkest place, he wants to be with you and in you. It says there, now it's interesting that you'll, so this comfort comes from his rod and staff, the shepherd's rod and staff. And the shepherd's rod was like a, they say it was like a cudgel. There's a word for you, isn't it? Cudgel. A cudgel. It's like a piece of wood. It was a, a big piece of wood, a bit like, not like a club, but similar to a club. It was a piece of wood uh, carved in a way that it would had maybe a, a large sort of piece of stone inset into the head of the wood. And a shepherd, had, had a, that was his rod. And he used that to hit beasts and animals. David said, I defended the sheep against, against wild bears and lions. And they used that to, to, to if it was a, or a wolf came, they would use that to hit the animal. It was a rod. And that's the, that was the rod. And so it speaks there of, of protection. The rod of the shepherd was to protect the sheep. And the shepherd was very good at, at launching the, the rod uh, to, to hit, uh, like a projectile, to hit the, an animal or beast that was coming after the sheep. And, and so, this, so it speaks of God's hand of protection over you and I, that brings his, he enters into your experience. We can call upon God, you enter into my, 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 you know, my, it might be someone's experiencing cancer, and God, God enters into that life and to come and protect, to protect you. And the staff, well, the staff is a bit like the, you, you'll see it in, in, the, in the lovely painting, like the, the lovely shepherd's crook. It might not have been as perfectly formed as that, but it was, it was, a, it was designed to pick up the sheep, count the sheep, uh, bring back a straying sheep, protect it from falling, lift it from falling in. And so the staff was a, was, was speaks of provision. And, and so, so, the, so with, with this picture of God, there is his hand that stops us from falling in, going under, picks us up, so that the shepherd can carry us on his back and use it, you know, and, and carries us and looks after us and, 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 and will guide us and feed us. And, and then the rod, there is the, the keeping the enemy at bay and dealing with the enemy and that which comes to devour us. And God comes and, and the shepherd comes upon our lives to bring us comfort. We shall not be in want of comfort as we follow him along the way. As we follow him. In and along the way. Third, the third thing I would want to say 
is, uh, uh, or shall not want. It's in verse 5. We, we read, You prepare a table for me in the midst of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. It really speaks there, I shall not be in want of supply in your life and my life. I don't know where you're at, what's going on in your life, what you're worried about, what you need, what is your need, you know, what is your lack, what's going on at your moment in your life. But it speaks there that, that the shepherd will make it, that, that we'll not be in want of God's supply if we follow him in the way. We relate to the shepherd along the way, then we shall not be in want of supply. The, the word there, interesting, in the east where this would have been set, Mealtime wasn't a quick microwave in front of the telly. Of course it wasn't. You've been silly, Adrian. Of course, but do you know what I mean? We've, we've, so um, I've, I've spoke about this a lot. So I, my, my family, my, I'm, I'm of Italian heritage. And in Italy, mealtime is the pastime. You sit together, you talk together, you spend time together. It's family, it's friendship. It's relationship. It's, it's more than just a meal. It's everything. Uh, it's sort of similar to it, Mediterranean village life. My family come from a more of a village than a towny life. Uh, Mediterranean village life is more like Eastern, where this would have been this mealtime, this table that's set for us. In the East, it's more like that. If you set a table, you, set ta- you, you, you welcomed guests. It was everything. Hospitality was life. And everything, and the guests were welcomed and made welcome and provided for profusely. And if a guest came to your house unexpectedly, you would make them welcome. You would not turn them away. And if if a guest was in your house, uh, you you if somebody came to your tent in 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 the east, somebody came to your tent and were able to, it was said to touch the 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 tent garment, even if they were your enemy, they would have the sanctuary of your house, even if they were your enemy. It's amazing. In Eastern culture, you, you would give them, if you gave them, and they did that, you, you sat to a meal, you wouldn't fight. You would, you would treat them to friendship. And so, so, in, so this, this laying of the table is everything. It's amazing. It's where God's friendship um, come the meal time, my protection, and so it, 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 in, in Sodom and, and, and Gomorrah, uh, where, where, where the the, um, the visitors go to the house, and then the people of the town come out and say, "Give us, give us them. We want to have sexual relations with them." It was, it was a terrible story in the Old Testament, and the and the the person of the house goes out and says, "Please don't do this. You you protected your guests, and in the east, if you came to a meal, you had protection." even if you're an enemy. And so what we see here is he prepares, so why do I say all that? It's a bit of a mouthful to explain all the background because the table that is set for you and I in the midst of our enemies is of provision and protection of relationship. It, it's, 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 it's his supply in the midst of challenging times. I don't know what's happening at work for you but you can have a table set for you in the midst of your management. Maybe you've got some antagonistic managers that so you've got to be here, you've got to be there, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. We live in a world of targets and pressure. In, 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 in the midst of, of the challenge and struggle that you have, God says, and so in Italy, 
you know, if, if, you know, we as a family, we've, we've gone on holiday and the year's gone by. It's come, you know, put everything down and come and sit with us. And time disappears, you know, and, and the cares of the day. And there's this picture of, of this, of, of the challenge, the care comes under the protection of the person giving the meal and the hospitality and the friendship and family and relationship, protection. This is all what's in this. It's an amazing picture. If you don't realise the picture, to meditate, to lay hold, God says, come, come and sit. Let me sit with you. Jesus in the, in the Revelation says, I stand at the door and knock. And whoever opens a door, I'll come in and eat with them. Isn't it amazing? In the Revelation, what, what, what David is sharing, Jesus fulfills. It's incredible. And the meal it means supply. And it goes on to say there, you anoint my head with oil. When you went and had a meal, you would often in the east be anointed with oil. <laughs> and it would be, because it was a hot climate, dirty climate, hot climate, the, the oil would, be, uh, be, would have different her, um, perfumes in and would bring uh, cooling and refreshment. And the anointing here is, is, the, is when you come into a home. And so it's speaking of refreshing. And God is the God who refreshes the soul. When I was, I went to India some years ago, and um, so the, the, the man who I was with, Sadia, treated me to a, a shave, a cutthroat razor shave, which I didn't think was much of a treat, to be honest. <laughs> I was horrified. I was really frightened. I mean, the reason why I tell this story, I know, Alan, you don't know this, but yeah, this guy had a cut through, you know, on those things. I thought, oh my word, if, if this happens to me in India, I get an infection, I'm, I'm doomed. <laughs> but anyway, this happened. But afterwards, and forgive me if anyone's from India, you know, I'm not, I'm not, not against the country. And afterwards, he then, he, then, he then poured all this oily stuff on my head. Didn't ask me. And it, and started to massage my head. Not, not put me in a headlock, but it felt like that, you know, and just really. But after a while, I thought, this is brilliant. I slipped down in the seat, and it was, and it smelled amazing. And my, and it was like, and he was, and he was, he, this, this barber was very good. It was very, very relaxing. And uh, I thanked, uh, you know, Sadir for taking me for this experience that lasted a couple of hours. <laughs> Forget, I forgot the cutthroat, but, but what I'm saying. Now, in the East, they might not massage it, but what I'm saying is, in a hot climate, the oil, and the oil was really invigorating. It was invigorating. I'm not saying they massaged your head, but they, they anointed you, and it was refreshing and invigorating. And I had this head massage and this oil, and it was invigorating. And, and, so, when, and so this is about, this, this anoints my head with oil, prepares a table for me. It's, it's supply, it's provision, it's relationship, it's sustenance, it's, it's, it's spiritual invigoration, sustenance for the soul, renewal, a personal renewal of heart, mind, body, soul and spirit that he's speaking about here. It's quite spectacular. And he then says, and, and, and my cup runs over, overflows. This is generosity. And so all in this, this, this verse, this verse 5, is, is, is overflowing supply and generosity. God is a God. Now, you know, if, if, this is why God he wants us to come back to him and follow him in the way. If, as we follow him in the way, we will know his supply. 
We'll know his invigoration. We'll know his generosity. This is why Jesus says today, come back to me. Come back to me. In John 10.10, Jesus said, I have come to give life and in abundance. It's the same picture as what we've just read in verse verse 5 here. My cup runs over. The word when Jesus says in John 10.10, I've come and gave life in abundance, is overflowing. Abundance upon abundance. And it's the same picture. We have a God who is generous, loves you and loves me. With this we'll close. The last verse is this. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. When you follow the shepherd, his mercy will follow you and me. His grace when we follow the shepherd, his mercy and grace will follow you. It might not feel like that at times, but meditate on this, pray on this, follow him in this, open your heart to this, and you will find he follows you, he follows me, his mercy will follow me. When we follow the shepherd, his grace will follow you. And it's, it says this, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. God pursues you and I. Interesting, in James chapter 4, verse 8, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. James 4, verse 8, New Testament. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. God is drawn by open-heartedness and a desire to just open your heart to him. He follows, he loves, he's drawn irresistibly with great passion and love to you and I. And so as we follow him in the way, his love follows me. It's amazing. Starts off with him as the shepherd at the very beginning and it culminates with this, his, that, that, that shepherd's love and mercy will stay with us and be with us in the closing part of this. And so there's this call to follow Jesus. That's what a disciple is. That's what a Christian is, a follower of Jesus. And as we, as we follow the person, the path will open up to you and I. And his mercy and his grace will be upon your life and my life. Shall we pray together? God bless you. Perhaps the worship team will come and we'll sing. We're going to sing together as we seek to open our hearts to him. I shall not be in want of courage. I shall not um, be in want from comfort. And I shall not be in want from supply. Three things today and his mercy upon your life and my life as we uh, open our hearts to him. Heavenly Father, mighty God, we 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 just thank you for Jesus, the great shepherd of my soul. We thank you. He is the lamb who was slain. The lamb who was slain, who takes away the sin of the world. You deal with the greatest depth of darkness, the valley, the chasm of death itself. Where, O oh, death, is your sting? Where, O oh, death, is your victory? We thank you, Jesus, for your resurrection life, for forgiveness and mercy, grace and love, that you might lift us, raise us from the dead. And that isn't just a future state, a future time, but we might know your resurrection life and power in us today. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is in us today as we trust you, honour you, come back to you. Oh Lord, come back. We've heard that word this morning. Come back. 
Maybe some of us have taken our eyes off him. Maybe circumstance has been such, and don't beat yourself up for taking your eyes off him. Maybe circumstance has been such that you've been pushed and pulled this way and that. Maybe a long-term sickness has so pulled you down. Maybe something has happened in a relationship that has been so deep and dark, you find it, it's been hard to recover. What is your dark place? Yet you are with me, Jesus, Lord, Saviour, Master, Creator, Friend. Fill us, Holy Spirit, afresh, we pray today. Come and touch your people, Father God, in the midst of their heart and life, wherever they are, as people are returning to you in heart, saying, yeah, that's me. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. As people are returning to you, Holy Spirit, will you come and flood, fill, renew, restore, open the way, give light at the end of the tunnel, make a path, saviour of my soul. Holy Spirit, Fill us afresh this morning, we pray. Father, forgive us if I have wandered from you. Father, forgive me if I've taken my eyes from you, off you. Father, help me if along the path I've been battered and bruised and I've given up along the way. Fill me afresh, Holy Spirit, we pray today. Come, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh. Fill us anew, we ask, shepherd of my soul reach out to each individual here and are not gathered yet the person's listening right now to this as a podcast Holy Spirit will you just restore them touch them, renew them reach out to them may your word the Bible come alive as we read it as we seek to build a rhythm of relationship coming back to you again and again I fall down, I get back up I come to you I get back up again I come to you Lord would you just renew us restore I just pray for the person here this morning that feels guilt ridden that are not a good Christian that they're far from God I say come back Jesus loves you so much He's a shepherd. The shepherd will leave the 99 and look for the one. He's looking for you. There's someone here this morning and you know it's you. He's looking to you. He's saying, come back. He scoops you up in his arms, lifts you on his shoulders and brings you back into the family of God. Come back. Oh, Holy Spirit, touch hearts and minds. I pray for people that feel depressed and riddled with anxiety Holy Spirit would you restore their heart and soul refresh pour oil may their cup overflow with love and mercy right now people that feel sickness in their bodies right now Lord Jesus will you pour oil upon them healing your presence healing upon their bodies right now may there be an overflow of love and mercy grace and healing in this place in the name of Jesus we pray pray for relationships, husbands, wives, families, children, prodigals, restoration in the name of Jesus. Father, let many miracles 
be released in lives and hearts and families and homes. We love you, Lord. We come back to you. We come back to you in the name of Jesus. Oh, heartily, my soul. I'm 